Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. It's a Friday. It's a Friday, which means that uh, Lamori Media is producing or is uh, sponsoring the show today. And uh, Tracy Lamori, she's uh, out of Canada, and she also works out of L.A. And uh, if you need some advice or you want to get your name out there, she's a perfect one to do that. And speaking of which, we've got a fine gentleman here. And so if you're a homeowner, or somebody who's anticipating wanting to be a homeowner, or you want to redesign your home and make it safer for other people that uh, like little ones and such, this is the company that you want to talk to. The, the, the company's name is Home DNB Inc. And you can go look at their website, which is homednb.com. And Eric Ridenauer is with us. I, I did say your last name correctly, I hope. You did. I get that right about once or twice a year. So good for you. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I was reading your your resume, and you have been in the home uh, development, the landscaping business, doing uh, tiles, and and working with homeowners for a long time, haven't you? Yes. And your current position, what, what, what's, what's, if, if I were to look at your business card, what's your title say? Oh, I don't remember. Business development manager. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What is she? Is she um, research and strategy director for go. Home DNB. There you go. Which, which, which is great. So, what is it that you do for the, for uh, Home DNB? I do mostly, um, a little bit of everything. There's a, a team, you know, web team, contractors, salespeople, and I'm the one who kind of just ties everything together. Oh, great. So so you're the one that if I had a project, see, I'm, I'm a homeowner, and I can tell you that the biggest mystery for any homeowner is, all right, you want to make a new kitchen. You want to make a new bathroom. You want to redesign your house. You want to make it for an Airbnb or you want to do something like that. You have no earthly idea how to get started. And that's why we would come to your company. Is that right? Correct. Um, me with my personal experience, I've, I've done all the construction and everything. I've also went to business school. So I learned the other end as well. So I know how to talk to people on both ends. I, I know what the homeowner needs. I, I know what's realistic for the contractors. And I also help the company with, you know, social media. I'm like, okay, this is, this is, you know, this is what homeowners need. This is, this is what homeowners want. And this is what we offer. And, and, you know, I got, I got the, I got basically everybody. I don't get really down to the, the client details or anything, but I help make sure that, that everybody is in the right direction. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Because I can't tell you the number of times I've heard of people that hire a contractor mm -hmm. and they put uh, all this money down. And the next time they see the contractor is either never 
or a long way away and they don't do what they are supposed to have done. And, uh, and there's no way, there's no one there to enforce what they promise they do. And a lot of times it's just money down the drain. Is it, is that been your right. experience? Is that where you guys fit in? That happens a lot. And also uh, another problem is, is people don't consult designers. You know, they show up and they're like, this is what I want. You know? <laughs> and, and the construction guy's like, okay, well, um, we, you know, and they, they kind of put it together on the spot and it's not that, you know, construction designers are inexperienced. They, they are, but um, they, they tend to not be quite as experienced with, you know, they, they basically just do what the homeowner says. And without a, uh, unless there's a serious problem, but without a designer, you know, you get a designer in and the designer will be like, okay, here you go. Your, your budget is $20,000. You know, I cost, say, the designer costs 5,000, we'll just say. What the designer will do is they'll help you put together a way you can save, usually save that $5,000 through more qualified constructions for, for conveying the needs because one thing I used to see constantly in construction is we get halfway between like, oh, I don't like that. Can we do it this? And, and you know, or, you know, I want this material, but that material isn't around anymore. And, you know, a designer can get all this stuff in place. So there's not these last minute holdups. And then, cause then there's a holdup and the construction company would be like, oh, well, it's going to take a week to get the material. They start a new project and then the materials in like, oh yeah, but we're tied up on this other project because that had a problem. And then, you know, you don't see them for three weeks. And next thing you know, you know, what you thought would be two months, you're, you're six weeks in, you know, why? Because the tile didn't look the way you thought it would look when you actually put set your eyes on it, you know, all over something small, you know? Oh, and, yeah. you know designers can stop, can stop that. They can, they can also anticipate problems that that you may not think of and you know like like a construction worker will will just be like you know okay this is this what you want that's what we're going to do and you know they they know basic laws and things like that to follow but they don't often put things into mind like saving money you know how, how to you know reduce energy costs um you know, is is the sun going to be in the way and, and yeah you know should we really put a window here i mean your your bedroom's right there you, you know <laughs> and, and you know your kid your kid's crawling around now but in two years when he's walking around are you sure you want that covered there you know things like that and which is an amazing thing that that you guys do because I tell you, we, most of us have got, you know, like regular jobs and we do other stuff. We're, we didn't grow up in construction. We don't, we can't look down the way. And especially when, dare I say it, you get, you get the ladies involved who want a certain look and they want it to look a certain way and be a certain way that may or may not be even practical. Um, but they, they want it because. I don't know. They want it. So, so, so you're, you're there then to say, well, you know, consider this rather than this, cause this won't work, but this might work better for you. Well, yes and no. That's, that's what the designer does. What we do is we put the homeowner in contact with designers, construction companies, things like that, who we know, who we've talked to before, who we've done business with before, you know, we've talked to their customers, you know, cause like you said, People work jobs, you know, you, you know, they, they open up. Well, we don't do that anymore. Now you go on Google. We don't open up the phone book anymore. <laughs> you go on Google, you, you pick the, you know, number one result, you call them up and you say, Hey, let's, let's do this, you know, and 
do you know if they're going to, you know, how many people actually have the time to go on Yelp and are they, are the Yelp results real? See, I wanted you know, to ask you, I wanted to ask you about you know. that specifically because I get online for different services and of course there'll be five star ratings and there may be one or there may be three five maybe three ratings for this particular company. How do I know that they didn't write to them themselves? You don't. And see, that's the problem. And that's another thing where I come in. I understand both sides of the story. You know, I, I know businesses go on, on Upwork or Fiverr and say, hey, give me a Yelp review. And they get 30 Yelp reviews of people who, you know, live in Canada, New York, China, Mexico, you know, got paid five bucks to do a Yelp review for somebody of a place they've never even seen, you know. Yeah. So, so you don't necessarily know what you're getting. So it's important uh, to have somebody uh, vet the people that you're working with so that you have a confidence level that they are who they are and can do what they say they can do. Exactly. And if you have special needs, like, like we talked about earlier with, with kids, you know, we know designers who are, you know, specialists in, in how to design child safe homes or, if you want to do something environmentally friendly. When I was in construction, I actually helped build the first fully sustainable home in, I think, all of California. Oh, wow. And we were in like architectural digest and, and all these little things that don't matter. We planted trees and, and actually donated trees to the city on the public land to provide shade to affect the energy bill. <laughs> really? Now that's, you know, that's thinking ahead of the curve. This is stuff people don't think of, though. You know, the windows are in a certain area, and then you know, there's a there's another curtain right outside that that drops naturally at a certain time. That in on all these things go into you know energy efficiency. There's so many things that I would have never thought of if I never worked on this. And, and I know, and then they, we had a designer. If we as a construction company tried to do that ourselves, it wouldn't have been half as good as it was. Oh, wow. Well, let me ask you, too, because um, where are you located? Are you in Canada or are you in the U.S.? I'm in I'm in Southern California. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Is the weather nice down there today? That's uh, not bad. It's, it's always nice in California. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that, that's true. <laughs> well, but I wanted to ask you because our population in the United States, as you are probably well aware, is getting older. And a lot of people will be fully employed, have a good paycheck coming in, and they decide they want to redesign their house or they want to change it. But they don't necessarily, well, you tell me, do they think about their retirement years? Do they think about the hip replacements and the knee replacements and, and everything and, and, build, and build the bathrooms that the doors are wider and, and that kind of stuff? Do people think about that? That happens as well, but the, I've noticed uh, two times when people remodel is when they buy a house and then they make it their own. And a lot of, a, a good number of people remodel their houses when the kids leave. So they're, they're not quite retirement age, but they're, you know, they're 40, 50. And no, they, don't, they generally don't plan for, you know, 15 years down the road. Um, at that time, a lot of people just kind of build stuff as it, as it happens. And this becomes a problem because, you know, like you said, uh, you have a bathroom and, oh, well, I, I, I need to sit in the showers now and I need a bar now. So you install the bar, and, you know, and you install the chair and then you need another chair for outside. And the original bathroom wasn't installed with that in mind. Right. 
Right. So these little things take up room, and next thing you know, you're squeezing in this little area. <laughs> you open the drawers, and it's it's hitting the chair. <laughs> well, and that's exactly right. I have a relative that now they're in a house that they've remodeled, uh, and they remodeled it some time ago. But uh, she's had uh, hip replacements, and she's in the middle of a knee replacement, and the walkers are not designed to go through the doors of their house. So it's very difficult for her to get around um, because of the design of the original house. It would have been much better for her had they had somebody said, you know, have you thought about what happens when you're 69 or 70 and things just don't work as well as they used to? How can we build the house to make it better for you so you can stay in your house longer? Yeah, uh, I, that, I actually did the same thing with my grandmother. She or well, I didn't. That, that wasn't me, but you know, my family helped out with this. Is uh, they she did a remodel and then same thing had a hip problem and she put a closet in for the bathroom towels things like that right outside the bathroom door. Oh, and wow. as she got older, there was a little divot, and she had to walk in to get to the restroom. And we had then moved the closet over five feet, and that was all open space the whole time. This could have been done ten years earlier when she remodeled the rest of the house. So, so you, you're, you work with the designers to help people think of these things and then put the entire con contracting team together to make sure everybody's doing their part. And I'll give you an example on the same, same relative. They uh, were remodeling the, as part of that remodel, they were remodeling their kitchen. And what you said was exactly right. The, um, the material that they were going to use for the cabinets was not was not the material that they wanted or thought they wanted. And so when the contractor went back to get that material, it wasn't available for a month. And so that stopped the entire project for, and made it made a month project into a three month disaster project. Uh, that, that, that's, that happens all the time, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. and, and, or, you know, you see a picture of the cabinets, they order them, they show up and, Oh, it's a lot glossier than I thought it would be. <laughs> You know, let's get the other ones. And see, because the, the, the issue is, is when you're dealing with a, there is a, a level of, tr there's a trust issue here. When you're dealing with construction workers, the homeowner, and, and it's not without reason. There's a lot of unscrupulous construction companies. We all know this, you know, always trying to cut corners. Don't want to do this. Don't want to do that for, you know, for their bottom line. And so when, when you're talking to a, a, a construction foreman who says, Oh, well, you don't want to do that for this reason. Not all, but many home homeowners, if they're not aware of what's going on, are, are suspicious. If you have a third-party designer there who whose bottom line has nothing to do with this, they, they can be an advocate for what's in the best interest of everybody. That makes that sense. Mean, you know, you know yeah, and, it, and they, yeah, they, they can talk to the, the homeowner and say, look, He's, he's, he's not pulling your leg here. You know, he's, he's serious. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to like this when they show up or, or vice versa. Go, go to the construction worker and go, come on. You, you know, this is, this is going to cost a hundred bucks. Just do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now, now let me ask you, is it, is it true that as a project is delayed, delays cost a lot of money? And, and, and it continues to mount up when you have delays like that, doesn't it? Well, they can, but to me, the, the bigger issue is because, you know, you hold off one thing, then you got to hold off everybody. 
you know, if, if you know, once uh, if, if it takes, you know, an extra two weeks for the electricians to come in and do the wiring because the lighting fixtures weren't done, then you got to hold off the, the drywall people and you got to hold off the flooring people because they, they can't cover those walls until the electrical's done. And, you know, and, and you, you can't put in the, uh, the, the borders, uh, channels and stripping or into in flooring until the walls are done. So and then this causes a domino effect as there's three or four different contractors, contractors get frustrated. The homeowner gets frustrated. And if you want to rush things up, you, you, you know, other people will, will charge a premium to try and catch up because then you got to rush materials to speed up the project along and not cost you know more money. You know, anytime you try and order something faster, it's going to cost you a lot more money. But the biggest problem is the inconvenience. Yeah. Do you really, really want, you know, concrete and nails and, and open walls and dust in your home for two months? Or do you, do you want it done in, in you know, 10 days? That's that's a terrible thing. I, I would pay an extra $5,000 to have something done a month early. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, exactly. So, and now, in the, I got to ask you, just since you're a designer and all the, what, how do you, if you've got a like a one bedroom or excuse me, one bathroom house, how do you remodel the bathroom? It, how how long does that take? So, where, where, if you're remodeling your bathroom, where do you go? If you know what I mean. We actually have a, a post about that on our blog. So if you, you go check out the blog at homedmb.com, over to the blog, we, we talk about what to do in these situations. And we talk about the importance of planning. You know, we, that's why we give a, a PDF to anybody who signs up on, you know, how to properly plan for a renovation. And there's lots of ways to do it. What, you know, the reason, one of the reasons construction picks up in the summer is, you know, you can redo a bathroom in as little as one day. Oh, if, really? If you plan it properly, absolutely. Oh, wow. You know, you, uh, I, I've seen it done. I've done it myself. And, 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 you know, of course, like I said, it costs a bit more. But you make sure you know exactly what you want. You have all the materials on hand. You get a crew in there, you know, early, 6 in the morning or so. And they could work until about 8 o'clock at night. And you could be good to go. I mean, on a regular bathroom, you know, as long as you don't have you know, uh, natural rain showers and stones, you know, <laughs> nothing elaborate. It, it can be done. And, you know, so what people do is you know, they just leave for the day. Go, go. And, and especially like what I tell people, the bigger problem is kitchens. Oh yeah. Then you, then you, where are you going to cook? You know, so you, you have to plan things out, have everything ready to go so you can get your kitchen done and, you know, three, four days, maybe a week because you're ordering out, you know, you, and during the summer, you know, you can go to Disneyland or, or whatever. Not everybody has that luxury, but you know, you, you can go out and, and enjoy the town for the day. Uh, but if you're doing something like a kitchen, that takes a little more time, but during the summer, at least you can fire up the barbecue. Yep. There's see, there's a couple of constants in life. One is if you're going to have your car fixed, it's going to cost $500. It doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be at least $500. And <laughs> if you are going to have your, your, uh, um, your house done, or if you're going to go order from Uber, 
for dinner for two, it's going to cost $60. I don't care where it is, where, what you, what you're going to have. So $60 for a week, that's, it gets to be pricey after a little while. Yeah. So. And, and you have to plan for these things as well. You know, you, you got to You have to know. And this is again, something a designer will help you with. Like, now you got to remember, you know, what are you going to eat for a week? You know, we can put the refrigerator in your living room. Sure. But there's only so many cold cuts you can you can manage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. And Jimmy John's just gets old after a little exactly. while. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I'm a homeowner. I'm sold. You. I, I want to buy your services. How do I begin? Well, all we do is, you know, you get in contact with us and you tell us what your needs are, when you need it done. And, you know, depending on where you live, we we usually have some people in place for that or we can find them. We're still a new company. There's still some areas where, you know, our relationship with contractors is, is fairly new or even have not you know used them before at all. But we do still vet them. So. You tell us what your timetable is, what the project is, and what your special needs are. You know, like I said, if you want it to be, you know, kid friendly, environmentally friendly, elderly people, and we get the people in contact with you. And once the ball gets going, the system kind of works for itself. If you have any uh, extreme, you know, then you have a designer on 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 there for you. If, if you choose not to use a designer, that's fine as well. It but most problems are dealt with at you know right there at that level. Very rarely do we have to get involved and and make any sort of change or anything like that. But if there are issues, then then of course we do. You know, it, we're we're still the referral company. We're 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 kind of like um uh like an uh Emily's list type of or not Emily's list. What is that one? Um, well, I can't remember. But you know, we're we're more of a referral service, but we are. We're, we're there every step of the way if you, if you need us or any clarification or if it's just not working out with the contractor. Sometimes it happens. Personalities clash. You know, we, we can absolutely, you know, get you situation, situated with somebody new. So if you have a problem with a, a contract, that's going to be my next question was, if you have a problem with a contractor, is it you that we call and and then you straighten out the, the problem with the contractor? If there is, if there's a designer involved, the first step would be to get a hold of the designer because the contractors would usually be there set up through the designer. Gotcha. If you have a problem with the designer, absolutely get a hold of us. Or if we're dealing with a contractor directly, it's like I said, not everybody wants to use a designer and that's fine. And you're having some problems, absolutely you get a hold of us. We see what we can do. And, and again, we are a third party agency, we want your job to be finished. You know, you want your job to be finished and we, we would much rather find somebody else for you that fits better than lose all the work that we did as well. But we have, we have nothing directly to lose or gain whether the relationship with the, the contractor designer and the homeowner continues or not. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I was just thinking how, I, when I was a wee lad, I used to sell ladies' shoes for Nordstrom. And sometimes uh, people can have something in their in their mind that just doesn't isn't possible. As an example, they they want to 
by a size six, but their foot is a size eight, but they believe that their foot is a size six. And so they want to get into a size six, but you can know that that's not going to work. I can only imagine what it's like to be a designer and to be in your guys' shoes when you're dealing with people that are amateurs who don't have a clue what they want. They think they know what they want, but they don't know whether it's practical or applicable to their situation. And you guys have to deal with all that stuff. I applaud you. <laughs> this has got to be tough sometimes. Well, it's easy for me if I have to deal with, with somebody like that. Like I said, how much, how much the company makes or I make has absolutely nothing to do with what the client's needs are. Yeah. Gotcha. We we get we get paid the same regardless, or we don't get paid at all. It, it, it's it's a yes or no. It's it's not you know if there's ten problems, we we get half the amount. It doesn't matter. So I have no reason to to lie to a customer or you know just just to get them to finish it or whatever. Um, so if I if I if if I can if I tell them and say, well, this is why that will not work, then I I have no reason to lie. Right. You know, it's right. not going to it's not going to cost me any money. So in the in the course of in the course of a homeowner working with you, I, I assume that the, your fee is a negotiation between you and the homeowner. Is that right? Or do you have a standard fee? Uh, no, it's 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 a commission with the contractors and designers. The The homeowner doesn't pay it at all. Uh, they, you know, they, oh. they, yeah, they don't um, they don't. That's good to know right there. They, they don't raise the prices at all. It's it's a volume thing. You know, we get, you know, 10, 15 deal, whatever for, for, you know, new, new clients for these contractors and they're happy. They get a lot of extra work. You know, they don't have to pass it on to the homeowner. So, so I can, I, I'm, I'm beginning, this is beginning to gel for me. So basically, um, a contractor would be wise to talk to you and and have you vet them so that you go on their list so that as people come along then and seek your services you then refer them to those guys that you've already vetted and it's all put together and the contractor pays you and the homeowner doesn't homeowner pays the contractor contractor Correct. pays you and and that's generally how it works anyway in this in, in the in the construction business, you know. Um, yeah, but I had no I no earthly yeah. idea. Well, there there's generally you know like the general contractors and say, oh yeah, work with my guys here, and, and the those guys get you know the the people they do regular business with give them discounted rates. So it's it's no different. Discounted uh -huh. rate, you know, taking taking a discounted rate from me or from a general contractor. The only difference is, is we, we just get a little piece. Of, instead of a discount rate, it's the same rate. And instead of a general contractor or, or whatever taking a chunk of that, then we do that for them. You guys should have uh, seminars and classes on how to how to go about this stuff, because for most people, for my my uh, uh, relative that uh, did the remodel, it became a cluster because not everybody was on the same page and then the pieces then you were exactly right the cabinets didn't arrive or they arrived wrong and had to go back and 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 the flooring wasn't right and it wasn't what they said they were going to do and and stuff like that so it just it dragged it dragged itself out into a long dirty messy project 
And, and also, you know, people don't plan all the time. You know, people think, oh, I want to redo the house. I'm, I'm going to do the bathroom. I'm going to do the kitchen. I'm going to do the laundry room. And they don't tell anybody this. <laughs> they bring them in and say, oh, yeah, just do my kitchen for me. And then when the kitchen's done, they call somebody and they say, oh, do my bathroom. Or, you know, oh, do the laundry room. And what, what helps is when you say, okay, wait, why don't you do, you know, the kitchen is here. The laundry room is behind the kitchen. The bathroom is to the left of the kitchen. Let's do this all at once. You open up all the walls. You that because you know you do the bathroom, and then you know you got to cut out the plumbing, replace a bunch of plumbing. Then you do the kitchen. And you're like, oh, we got to redesign the plumbing again because it doesn't fit with what we're doing in the kitchen. You do it all at once. One set of plumbing. The housework because this is how houses break down. They they. People will remodel one little thing here, then something else a little bit later, and something else a little bit later, something else a little bit later. Instead of doing it all at once, and you end up with you know the, these duct tape solutions because the plumbing doesn't fit, and, and you know you gotta cut into the plumb. You know every time you cut into anything, plumbing, electrical, whatever, you're increasing the chance of there being a problem later. Do it all at once. It's gonna save you a lot of money, and it's gonna save you a lot in repairs down the road because it's a lot more efficient system just because you're not looking at the wire you know you're a lot less likely to have leaks when you've got you know 20 pipes and connections as opposed to 40 because you had to redo things three times exactly now i wanted to ask you too because i'm sure that you're you know the housing market's going crazy and it has been going crazy for a little while i was just looking at a um there's a town called burian which is right next to seattle up here which is where i am and um the uh, uh, real estate company was was saying that last month they got 107% of the asking price, which means that people came in and paid more. Um, is it important these days with housing values going the way they are to remodel, keep your house up? Can you get, can you get the, I guess I'm asking, can you get the money back out of a remodel that you put into a remodel? If you do it smartly, there's a lot of remodels where you're not going to get your money back out of it. It's just you're, you're not. And you need, you need to understand, you know, usually you can get your money out of it, but you're not always going to get your money out of, out of all things. You know, there's, there's some projects you're just not going to get, you know, recoup it. There's, uh, you know, when, you, when you do things internally, uh, plumbing, wiring upgrades, things like that, you will always get returns on that. That that because the you know the the newer infrastructure in the house will pay for itself. You know your your energy costs go down if you're designing things properly. Your energy costs go down, which brings the, which increases the value of the home because you're like, hey, we did this remodel. It saves us you know one hundred and fifty dollars a month. That makes a house worth you know five ten thousand dollars more right there. Exactly. Then there are a lot of homes. Now you're in Southern California. Is uh, solar panels and putting solar panels on roofs is that becoming a big thing down there? Absolutely, we have them all over the place here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got sun. We, we here we yeah. have we have we have uh, 300 days of clouds. Um, so I don't even know whether uh, how well they would work up here, but uh, um, but that adds value to your house as well because you can actually sell that money or that power back to the power company. 
That is possible. It doesn't tend to happen as often as people think. But oh, again, yeah. okay. when your when your electric bill is, is twelve dollars instead of one hundred and twenty, that still that's makes a, a difference. Deal. You know, yeah. that's a big deal right there. And uh, and so the solar the solar thing down there is is much bigger than it than it would be in some parts of the country, I suppose. But uh, it's how much ballpark it for me. To put solar panels on your house, how much does it cost? Oh, I wouldn't even know. Um, I, I couldn't give an accurate number. It, it depends on how big the house is, oh, that's you know, what the energy consumption is. Older houses are going to need more panels. How if, you know, there's two or three levels of efficiency. I know the basics of solar panels, but I don't know the details. Now, is it worth it? I suppose it would be. Um, and I don't know if you've done a study. It's, does is it worth it to insulate your house and to make it more energy efficient? Because over time you'll get that money back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, that goes along the lines with what I was saying with the uh, with doing everything at once. You know, if you if you're going to open up an area, you want you you can insulate everything a lot better. You, uh, insulation is one of the top things people can do, and depending on where you're at especially something that's forgotten is, is people insulating their attics. Pe oh. People forget about that. Pe people are like, oh, yeah, we got all the walls insulated. I'm like, yeah, but your attic is open. Which direction does heat go? <laughs> it doesn't go out. It doesn't go out the side walls. <laughs> no, it goes straight up and because uh, heat rises and, and stuff. So, so there are people that don't have the insulation in their attics, really? I would seem to me to be a a, 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 a a real easy fix. Well, it it's an afterthought because a lot of people don't, you know, well, when people use their addicts and for things, it's not so much of an afterthought, but a lot of people don't think of it because it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. Right. So when you're when you're working with somebody and uh and you were, you were talking earlier about about making it friendly for kids is there is there a way to to as the kid grows up from being an infant to being you know a, a toddler and and what how do, how do you um, make the house safer for the kids well uh, for example if you have a laundry room you install the shelf the shelves and, and drawers up higher people often they they put cabinets and, and kind of do do a similar design as a kitchen in their in their laundry rooms, and they put their soap and everything in there, and that's all real easy to grab. And sure, I know there's the child locks and everything, but I mean, I'm a parent, and, and if I told you that we, we we put our child locks back on every single time, the second we open the drawer, every time, especially when cooking and opening at five or ten, it doesn't happen. And also as a parent, as, as we know, it only takes about 0.03 seconds for a kid to get into something dangerous. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they, they, they are ingenious that way. So, you know, you can design the, the way you can design houses, especially like kitchens and things like that, is, you, you know, you can you can keep the drawers and cabinets uh, away from the lower areas making sure you, you can easily put in gates at the stairs automatically better stair rails which have you know the the, pull, the supports are closer together so a kid won't fit through that's something i actually had to had to deal with when when our youngest was born we were living in a house and each of each of the them were about a 
foot and a half apart. They're like, oh, this isn't going to work. This kid starts crawling around. He's going to fall right through. So we had to. So the uh, the homeowner, because I was a renter, uh, he just put this in right before we moved in. And, you know, six months later, we're getting ready to have a kid. And we're telling him, hey, you got to take all this out and, and put in another one. Because we tried to order you know, just double the post. And of course, like we talked about before, they weren't available anymore. So we had to get rid of all of them. <laughs> Start all over again. And put in all new ones. Yeah. And is that, is that what code would be? Is that why the uh, um, landlord would have to make those repairs because code would dictate it? No, there's no code. It's just what we wanted done. We we ended up uh, paying for half of it as well. You know, with the guy just saying, "Hey, we we want this done because it's it's just a better thing to do." And so you know, we worked with him, put it put in half, and got it done. But he paid for all this, you know, not even a year before. <laughs> oh, I bet he was happy. Well, he didn't, he didn't care because it, it it made a selling point for him. It didn't really cost him much, you know. But this is something, if I was a homeowner, I'd be pretty upset if, you know, I put in a staircase and had a kid a year later and realized that the staircase is unsafe. Just put it in the right way the first time. If you're a young homeowner, you're 23 years old, even if you're not planning on having kids, it doesn't cost you much more to do it child safe anyway. And you and you really should because it, you're, if you don't have kids, you're, you're going to have friends who have kids. And yeah, if they, if they come over to your house and fall through the rain, like that's probably not a real good idea. Or if you decide to sell the house or two in two or three years, that becomes a selling point. You know, the, all these things should be thought of ahead of time, regardless, because these are what increases the value. And even if it doesn't, you know, it increases demand. You know, how do you get a house that sells for 110% above market? Well, you have one that five people want, but there's only one house. How do you do that? You tell you have a selling point by saying, "Hey, this this house is child safe. You know, it's environmentally friendly. It's going to save you this much money, this much money, this much money." That's what gets you three or four bidders, as opposed to just one or zero. I got to ask you. My son and I were talking about this yesterday because in our market now, mm -hmm. uh, a typical uh, well, the, the mid range of a of a house is half a million dollars, and so how do new kids that are when i say kids and in their early 20s or late 20s how do they save up enough money and pay rent where they're at to build get a down payment to put all this money in and then afford the monthly payment and when when is this going to stop do you think i wish i had an answer for that if i did you'd be calling me president eric <laughs> <laughs> Because it's, it's, it's my, my son is 32. He makes good money. He's single. Uh, so, but nowadays it, it, I come from a time when my dad worked, my mom stayed home. Uh, that those days are not possible anymore. And to be a homeowner and, and, and to have a, a $3,000 mortgage. Yeah. I, I'm not an economist. I, I've put a lot of thought into that. Believe me, I, I don't have any answers. I, I mean, I could say, oh yeah, get a second, third, and fourth job. Work work seven work 70 hours a week when you're 45, like Eric does, and, and just getting ready to buy a house now. And, yeah, but yeah. that's not really an answer anybody wants to hear. You know? Well, and and you know, there is something called quality of life, 
rather than working two or three jobs and, and working 70 hours a week. But so, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose, but it makes it, it makes it tough. So how did you get into this business, by the way? Um, I just, it, it just, everything aligned perfectly for me. Like I said, I did construction for several years. I went to school doing marketing and I, cause I, you know, when I decided to settle down and have a family, I didn't, I was tired of waking up at four in the morning, being gone by five in the morning, getting home at 5 PM and being so exhausted. I'm in bed by six. <laughs> yeah, I can and imagine. That's construction, especially when you're in your thirties, you know, you're just, you, you know, don't have it like I, like I was when I was 19. And so I've always done writing on the side. So I started, you know, doing little freelance jobs, writing here and there on, on uh, family handyman, a few other websites, stuff like that. And the side I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at selling stuff and everything. Got went back to school, got a degree in business marketing and you know, from my writing contract, I started doing, you know, marketing writing. Then it went into uh, somebody asked me one day, hey, Eric, do you know how to do social media marketing? I'm like, no, but I'll learn it. And, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, Eric, do you, do you know how to do uh, email marketing? No, but I'll learn it. Hey, Eric, do you know how to make videos? No, but I'll learn it. And here I am. Now, I, I basically know how to do all aspects of, of business. And I have my, you know, on the job, his on the ground history. So it just happened to be a perfect fit. Have you thought about doing a uh, home improvement podcast? No. <laughs> I don't blame you. It, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's hard to make a dime uh, on a podcast these days. Uh, you know, no, I know how um, I know how to do a lot of basic things. I, I understand construction in principle, but I don't have a contractor's license, you know, I did it for about seven years because during my most of my twenties, I worked in restaurants and stuff. So I don't have the experience to do it for, you know, I, I could, I would have to research things. I'm somebody who, who has, uh, I have this weird thing called integrity <laughs> Oh, yeah. where if I can't do it right and, and I can't do something quality and I can't do something that I'd be proud of, like I have a rule. That I set a few years ago, speaking of kids, I said, you know, I'm never going to take any job that I would be ashamed if my kids found out I did it. And, and if I'm doing a, a podcast on home improvement and I'm, you know, I, I'd have to tell people, I don't know half the time. Uh -huh. And that either so my choices are lie to people or say, I don't know and never have a good podcast. That, that Nobody knows everything. <laughs> it's 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 hard to know everything, um, unless your your first initial is starts with a G. Um, you know, it's 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 you you just don't. But uh, I think I think the, that would be it's needed certainly, and I think that you would do a good job with it. So maybe we should do more of this, and we can pick different topics of of uh, home improvement stuff or or the things that you write about. What is it that you write about? I'm curious. Well, we have the uh, now. I, I don't really do much writing anymore. I do the, I do the blog for the company and we have, you know, seven tips for remodeling in the summer, how to design for small spaces, kitchen remodeling tips, things like that. It's real basic. And the good thing about writing on stuff is, is if, if I don't know the answer, I can look it up. If, if we're live on here, then I can't really quite go look it up. You know? <laughs> 
that's that's true. That's true. It's like I've, given you, I, I've told you two or three times right now. Like I don't know. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. You can't know. You can't know everything. And 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 I don't expect you to pull stuff out of your ear that 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 you know because you're right. You don't want to say stuff that's not right. And you do want to have integrity about what you do. By the way, if you want to go to Eric's website and the company's name is Home DNB dot or Inc. and the uh, um, dot com and oh, yeah. well, and the and the and the, the dot com is Home DNB dot com. Um, and you can go there and you've got a blog and you've got a bunch of stuff that, that, that you've written there. And it would be, it would be great if you're looking to remodel or doing something kind of interesting with your house. But, uh, typically, you know, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm too damn cheap because it would cost too, it costs, it costs a lot of money to remodel stuff. Yeah, it does. But again, if, if you do it right, then it can easily pay for itself, you know? If you can do a remodel effectively, you can you can save even without even going you know super crazy doing everything you can do. You could you could save two three hundred dollars a month in water and energy bills. I mean, it, it's with just a moderate remodel that's not going all out. And if you can do that effectively, if it costs you you know twenty thousand dollars. Knowing you're saving two or three hundred dollars a month, that's that still pays for itself in twenty years. I know, I know you, that's not what you want to hear, but if you, you know, that's going to save you a few hundred dollars a month. And if you decide to sell your house in two or three years from now, not only did you save that, you know, three, four, five thousand dollars, which you know, twelve hundred dollars a year, twenty-four, three, four thousand dollars a year is a good. That's a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And you you can sell the house for two or three years later and, and get your twenty or thirty thousand dollar investment back, plus all the money you saved in the meantime. So it, it's a matter of perspective. I mean, if you I, I if you have the money laying around, it's almost always a good idea to you know invest in your home. Whether whether if you have to get a loan, then we need to take that into consideration. And, you know, that's something a designer is also going to say, because, you know, if you're if you want to be environmentally friendly, just to be environmentally friendly and a loan's going to cost you, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars a month. But the and, you know, an interest and things like that, but the energy savings going to save you one hundred and fifty. You're going to basically get an interest free loan for your remodel and you're going to help save the world. So it just depends on what your priorities are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Saving the world is probably not a bad idea at this point in time <laughs> because it, 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 uh, we do need to, uh, and, and I, I did a podcast about this uh, a couple of days ago. Have you, uh, um, been paying attention to what the, what, uh, president Biden wants to do with, with the jobs program and with, and to do, uh, the, the infrastructure of the, of the country and to, and to really work on the infrastructure. Have, are you familiar with that at all? I am a little bit, but another thing I'm familiar with is you're in, in Seattle, you said, right? Yes. And I know you guys just passed a clean fuel standard. We did? Yes. The legislature just passed that a week or two ago. Oh, okay. And um, what this is going to do is California and Oregon have passed it. Vancouver's passed it. Basically, Washington was uh, the last little holdout. And, but what it does, it encourages um, 
production into cleaner fuels. So oh, that's a good idea. This is mostly, it affects cars at the moment and, and, you know, reformulating gas and things like that. But what this is going to do is it's going to also fuel a conversion into, into biofuels and, and other forms of cleaner energy in general. And so how homes get their energy is going to be affected. And so if you're doing a remodel in right now in anywhere in Washington now, this is another thing you want to keep in you know keep in mind the the energies are, the energy is going to probably be going down it's going to be you know diversified if you have uh heating oil homes that, that's going to probably start getting a lot more expensive as you know other fuels get cheaper there's less you know less use all these things come in into into a factor in for example like five years from now energy costs in Washington are going to be very different because of this law. Wow. And so you're going to have to convert, you know, do you have natural gas? Do you have heating oil? I know there's a lot of areas in, in Washington, um, you know, in a, in a Puget Sound area where the, you know, the log, logging country, you know, they rely on heating oil and, and this, these costs are going to go up and, and it's going to, if when you're renovating, you might want to start thinking about renovating right now in that area because, two, three years from now, a, a more energy efficient home is going to be in a lot more demand. It's going to definitely be an investment in that, you know, Puget Sound logging area in Washington. So what is, so basically what you're, so is uh, um, natural gas, will that be affected as much? Or is that going to, is that going to be a better investment than heating oil? Um, natural gas will probably become, I mean, I'm just guessing here. I'm not uh, an expert in fuels, but I, I I've read about it. I try and stay on top of it. But you know, they're gonna there's gonna be more investment into biofuels, which is uh, you know anaerobic digestion, the 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 processing dairy, um, methane emissions into fuels. Uh, the forest waste it can be you know converted into into gas, and so natural gas. So natural gas, I, I would imagine i'm just projecting here would we be going down in value and oil costs are going to be going up well that's good news for me because i got four <laughs> gas that makes and that with my disclaimer i am not an expert there but it is something i know a little bit more about and that's just my guess <laughs> well you you said more than i know and uh, that that's all that matters here so if somebody wants to go research that they can go to uh, the internet and the, and the interweb, and they can go to Google that and, and figure yeah, that out. Yeah, the Washington Low Carbon Clean Fuel Standard. So, see, so, so you do know a lot. You could do all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> you're, you're very, very good. By the way, we've been talking with Eric Ridnour. He is a home design, I would call your company a. Um, uh, hey, well, <laughs> I shouldn't call them anything. What do you call your company? If you if you were to look on the internet, what what would what would you look under? We are a design and build referral service. There, I wish I'd have said that. That's that's really good. A a build and design referral service, and you use them, and uh, it costs you nothing. So and and they can help you uh, find the right contractors. They can help you uh, uh, make sure that the work gets done uh, appropriately and and as efficiently as possible because time is money. 
and if you have to if you have to wait for parts or, or different aspects of it and it holds everybody else up and then they get busy and then especially now in the time of covid now that that's kind of relaxing a little bit people are going to get really busy i would imagine because there's a lot of pent-up demand and that's another thing that people are looking at too even though covid's kind of going away people are looking into you know, renovating their homes so that they're, you know, there's a lot less dust and uh, putting in air scrubbers in their homes. And, and they're like, well, if we're going to switch out our HVAC system, we might as well, you know. Right. And, you know, because sure, you know, we this virus is gone, but I mean, it's not like it's going to be the last virus to come into existence. And, you know, you upgrade your HVAC system and you're, you're going to be healthier year round. Exactly. And so there's a, there's a renovation there. I mean, you want to talk about saving money? What's better? Uh, a three-day stay in a hospital? That'll, that'll pay for your entire home. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true. And, uh, you know, the other thing that's coming about is uh, uh, my son pointed this out. He's, since he's been wearing a mask at work, he traditionally, every year, every change of season, he would catch a cold. Well, he wore a mask this year and he didn't catch a cold. So it's like, hmm, maybe I'll even if COVID goes away, I'll I'll continue to wear a mask or get get a air scrubber for your house so you can keep the air cleaner and keep the the viruses out of it and stuff like that. That would be that would be a really good investment. It might save your life. It, it actually is. You know, I look, I've, I've looked into getting it for myself and it is a really good investment. When they first came out, I'm like, oh, here comes the, the sharks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to sell you know uv lighting as a cure you know and i but i started doing some research i'm like oh you know then the studies came out they actually tested it on coronavirus and it's still 99.9 percent .9 effective and i'm like okay this i think i'm gonna get one you know so well and if if you've got a family and you want to make sure everybody's safe and you want to have people over and you want to make sure that they're safe. That's it's a really good investment. I, yeah. I I wouldn't be a bit surprised if down the road people come on over to my house. I've got a system that'll keep the air clean, so we'll, we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. As a, as a selling point for coming over to your house, they're putting them in schools and restaurants and gyms. I mean, you know, it's working for them, and you know, the they're reopening the schools, and you know, I haven't. I mean, I could be wrong here, but I haven't seen any mass outbreaks in schools that that I'm aware of. And I would imagine that these, these scrubbers are playing a big role in that, you know, and you can get them for your house for a couple thousand dollars. That's that's not bad at all. How long does it take to install? I believe you can put it in just a few hours. You just got to, you know, cut a little hole in the ducting, slap it in, and, you know, it's just it's there and done. But what a lot of people do is they, they're doing parts of, of, you know, like I said, larger renovations and upgrades. When when you open up your walls and and, and things like that already it's like okay well now we got the walls and we might as well replace the ducts and you know because what other time you know what better time to do it than when you got everything all open and upgrade your hvac system as a whole because people are upgrading their windows as well and you know that's why I said the, these these little projects turn into big projects real fast they do <laughs> they do so it's, can... it's it's good it's good to you know make you know get this whole plan you know worked out in advance I agree 100%. So if somebody wanted to email you, should they? what, what email should they use? Uh, they can email me directly with any questions or anything at eric at homednb.com. You can also 
email. If you're interested in our services or even just want more information, you can also email sales at homedmb.com. But the best thing to probably do if you're just looking for some general information, you can just go to the website, you can you know subscribe to our newsletter. And this is beneficial because we will send you a free PDF on all the steps on how to prepare for doing a renovation before you need to call anybody. It's free, you know, no strings attached. Of course, you get you end up on the email list, but we don't spam people every day. You know, when we have a blog come out, you, you can get an alert, which gives you more information. And that's a good thing to do. And, you know, of course, you can unsubscribe anytime you like if, if you're not happy with what you're getting. But even if you're not thinking of doing a renovation right now and you're thinking maybe in a year in the future, it's a good idea to get our newsletter because, you know, we'll be we're sending you information. We might get, again, ideas that you never thought you needed. Information and knowledge is power. And Absolutely. If, you can, if you can figure that out, you can probably save yourself a boatload of money, too. And, and not make the mistakes that a lot of homeowners make because they they everybody wants to be cheap. Sometimes being cheap is not as good as paying a little bit more and getting the thing done right. Yeah, there's a difference between being cheap and getting value. Oh, well said, sir. That's <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Eric Rittenauer has been our guest, and I want to thank you again. Eric, is there anything you'd like to add to talk to our audience or just to, anything you'd like at all? Uh, no, but I, I will say since we, that was a nice little closing about the value and, and being cheap. And there's a saying that I like going by that uh, reminds people, especially in construction, that we used to say, if you think I'm expensive, wait till you see how much the cheaper guy is going to end up costing you. <laughs> <laughs> and Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's more true than you would know, because <laughs> I think you're exactly right. Uh, the cheap guy can cost you a ton of money. And especially if uh, you, you give them a, a bunch of money and you haven't vetted them and it's just because you, they were in the phone book or something and then, then suddenly they disappear on you, that can get really expensive. Absolutely. So ha having, having to eat out when you have no, no wiring and, and gas in your kitchen uh, is not fun. And then having, to then having to call somebody else to get the job done and they're like, well, you know, I can take care of you in August, and it's you know, it's it's uh, it's May, and because we're busy, and so exactly. that gets really expensive. So, and, and then, and then, do you, are, are you really sure you want to deal with the one guy who is available? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one of your first questions would be, so uh, why are you available? <laughs> uh, because if everybody else is busy and he's not, there's a reason. Exactly. There's a good reason. So, Eric, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you, Kevin. It definitely was a pleasure as well. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. And hold on right there. I got to do this, and I'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.